Welcome to She Can and She Will. My name is Marianne Brown, also known as the Country Mompreneur. I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and queens at helping women take control of their lives. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Welcome back to Shkan and She Will. So we didn't create our jingle yet. I'm, that's going to be our <laughs> summer job is to create a jingle. We will not sing it. No, we will have no, someone no. else sing it because we do not want our listeners to bleed out of their ears. <laughs> we will get a jingle made this summer and it will be fun. So today we are going to be talking about using your strengths in life and in business. Mm-hmm. Before we get to rolling, what was the worst job you ever had? Mm, I've had a lot of like kind of bad jobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which one should I pick? <laughs> yeah. And I want to be careful here not to like, yeah. Name names. Up, but yeah, when I was younger, um, I did work for a fast food place for like Me a couple too. weeks. Yeah, oh my last- god, for a couple of weeks I worked for like a couple of years. I became oh a manager. Gosh. Yeah, it was sad. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> they actually cool. make the store managers at fast food chains make pretty good money, but it is stressful as crap. Yeah. Holy oh, cow. Like it's a really hard job. People people sort of pick on the fast food industry workers, but being mm-hmm. a manager at that place, you have to go in. If somebody calls in, you've got to go in. So you're working like mad hours sometimes because inevitably, yeah. especially with teenagers. People are calling in all the time. Oh, and then yeah. Yeah. customers are mean. People are mean to those workers. So they it's are. just, that is a very stressful job. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's my worst job I ever had, but it's a top bad one. Yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. So there's things like that where it's just like the industry is kind of rough. Uh-huh. But I think the worst one I, when I ever had was, uh, uh, it actually wasn't that the work was amazing when uh-huh. I was allowed to do the work. Uh, but this, person that I worked for would get me in the door and then not let me like literally say, I don't want you to check email because I have something for you. And I would sit there for six hours and nothing would come. And I'd be like, can I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to check my, cause if that's a direct order, I can't yeah, just say yeah. a direct order, right? I'm not wired like that. So I would be like, I'm going to just check my email until you get to me. And then we'll go, just go from there. I'll just stop what I'm doing and go from there. And I, I was told like directly, like, don't, I would sit there just like going out of my mind, uh. like, and I, the, the worst part of that though was that I didn't think that I could quit. I didn't think that I could. Um, and they were paying me pretty well, but it was like sucking my soul dry. You know? I, I hate that when you get stuck in a job mm-hmm. and you feel like this is where you have to stay and you hate it there. Yeah. I hate yeah. that so much. I, that's one of the things that I love the most about what we do now is because we control who we work for. So if, if it's someone that sucks, we're like, bye bye. Yeah. And- <laughs> And yep. we're just not, we're not stuck to a cubicle. Like I, I, that was my worst job was working in a cubicle. Cause I think I said that in a past episode, me and the loudness of my voice and my sense of humor sitting in a quiet office in a cubicle was painful. Like that was, that was my worst one. Oh, 
It was just day after day of what, when am I going to find a different job? Because this job sucks. Yeah. When you're in the wrong place for you, it, you feel it every minute. And yeah. uh, I don't know that any paycheck is really worth I mean, I, I have done that self-assessment. Yes. Yeah. That's not now. But back then, I mean, you really think that you have to be somewhere sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you just like Sunday night, you're sitting there the whole night like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. You make yourself <laughs> sick thinking about it. Ugh. Oh, that's my gauge now. Like if I, if, if Saturday night or Sunday morning, I'm already like, Oh, I don't want to see that person on Monday. I'm like, I'm out. We're cutting that client. Yeah. yeah, We're not doing it. Yep. But we have a no jerky client rule in this house. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the best one. Yeah. All right. So let's go through our little list that we created. The first one is do a self-assessment. So when looking at using your strengths in your life and your business, you're going to want to first just sort of look at what are your strengths. And they may not totally be what you think they would be. There was actually a guy that we worked with previously. They had a self-assessment little quiz that he would give us, remember? Ooh. I can't remember what oh, his Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, Junior. Yes. Yeah. And disc assessment. Yes, a disc assessment. And those things are so helpful they really like point out to you. And some of them are sort of obvious. Like I like to talk and have a sense of humor and blah, 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 whatever. But also it helps you sort of dive in a little deeper into the kind of services that you can offer people. Cause sometimes it will be things that you wouldn't even expect. I never really, the only time I'd ever heard of project management was on the TV show, the apprentice. I had never heard that it was a thing. Like I just didn't know that that was a job that you could do and make money on. I just, I don't know. I'd never heard of it. So when one client had a project management position open and he was like, I think you would be good for this. And I started doing it. I'm like, this is my love. I love making lists, telling people what to do. I mean, this is amazing. So sometimes you just don't realize until you look into what you love to do and the options that are out there. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the next thing would be just find your passion. So like uh, Marianne said, listen, telling people, to, I can so, oh my gosh, I so see that as a strength of yours. <laughs> um, yeah. And mine is like, I love setting up automation and finding new tools for things like that. So project management really appealed to me as well. Um, but, you know, okay. So they say, if you find something you love to do, you never work a day in your life. But they also say that the only people who enjoy their jobs are scientists and prostitutes. So <laughs> you can't always listen to them, right? <laughs> I'm not a scientist. What does that tell me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of career did I pick? Yeah. So, so I think, I think you just have to find within yourself. Like I love to paint, but if I ever had to get paid that way, I would hate it. Um, you just have to find something that you like to do enough to make a business out of it. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I can't think of what way I like just joking, I, but I think this is the thing. When we, when we got into doing the podcasts, how we run these is we sort of, we bullet point our, our, what we're going to talk about, but we don't write it out. In the past, I've done podcasts where I wrote down word for word what I was going to say, and I would write in jokes. And when you try forcibly to be funny like that, it comes yeah. off so bad. Like I always thought, Oh, I wish I had been Melissa McCarthy. I wish I'd been an actor, an actor. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I love 
comedy and doing funny things. And I was like, maybe I should try to do some stand-up. But I feel like if I do anything that's prepped, it sounds super forced and I can't do it. I would only be able to do improv. Like, I just can't do anything that's planned. I It doesn't sound right. I've tried it so many times and I always, it falls flat. So I, I don't, I don't know how to do that kind of delivery. Interesting. So if that was my passion, I would not be making much money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. What's that? I wonder if that's something you could practice and get better. Like, but I I, I mean, obviously they have, they have the acting school and stuff like that, but I feel like I'm too old now to do that kind of stuff. I mean, there's no, there's no age to being able to do what you want to do. But when it comes to acting, there sort of is. So, I mean, I could be like the old lady on the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, she, it was funny. Why didn't she get into acting when she was younger? Now she's a hundred. I think there's no age in stand up. You could do stand up for, I mean, you could do, I bet you could clean up and stand up, Marianne. I'll try doing it. When you come up, when we meet up, I'll go do a stand up on an improv. And then you'll be like, that is why you don't do it. Okay. I get it. I get it. So another thing is you got to make sure your resume tells your story. So resumes, they can be all over the place now. They don't have to be one standard way. And if you're applying to be an accountant, it should be a nice formal resume. But if you're applying to be a graphic designer, make it tell your story. Make it look nice. Make it look designed. Depending on the job you're trying to apply for, you really should customize the resume for the job you're applying for. I wouldn't leave out certain jobs because I've gotten jobs. There was one person that hired me for project management. Then they decided... While I was working, they they decided to add a podcast. I was like, oh, well, I have experience in in news radio and podcast. And they were like, really? Yeah, it wasn't on your resume. Well, it wasn't important to this job at that time, so I didn't put it on there. So, I mean, I would put highlight the skills that they're looking for for this job, but don't leave things out because you never know. They might be actually looking for something else that you could fill a need for. Yeah, I get get sucked into this hole a lot. Like, you want, I want to put, like... You know, I have a variety of backgrounds um, and experience, and so I kind of want to put that in there. But the story that I'm telling is that um, I'm all over the place, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I do one thing I'm good at. I'm good at everything. <laughs> yeah. So I do have to tailor my resume for every um, every new thing that I go for. But, um, but I think uh, you nailed it when you said that, Make sure it tells your story. Make sure it tells the story that you want that person to hear. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, and along those lines, strengthen your strengths. So there's this great book. It's called, um, oh my gosh, I just forgot it. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot the name of that book. But it's basically like concentrate on your strengths. Don't try to like, if you're horrible at math, don't go spend a bunch of time and energy and stuff trying to bring up your math skills to minimum at once you're out of school, because you got to do that for school. Um, but don't go, don't try to like get up to minimum on that place. You find something you're super good at and then just keep improving that. And then that's how you get to be an expert in one area. Experts. Specialists like doctors and surgeons get paid hella bucks, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you, you want to strengthen up the things that you're good at. Cause a lot of times those are the things that you like doing anyway. And you can also use 
even YouTube videos. Obviously, if you're a surgeon, you can't use a YouTube video to learn how to like cut someone's brain open. But if you're a project manager like us, there are so many project management platforms out there. So sometimes if somebody comes at you and they're like, hey, I use ClickUp, you'd be like, okay, I'll figure out how. You watch a few YouTube videos, you've learned how to use it. I mean, they all are pretty much the same. It's just a matter of brushing up on that new version. So just mm-hmm. watching some videos sometimes. Sometimes you could just take a certification too. I recently mm-hmm. just took a quick little certification course. And what was it that you had me take? Um, Agile? Oh, yeah, Scrum. Yes. yes. Scrum. So yeah. just go online, take a certification. Everything that you learn how to do is another thing you could offer a new client, which makes you more and more and more valuable. Yeah, that's true. And also don't compare yourself to others. And I have to always work on that one because there are some people, there was one girl that I went to school with that is so successful right now. And she's successful in a multi, multi-level marketing company, one of those companies. Oh, and really? I have tried so many of those in the past. I mean, I did Pamper Chef, I did LuLaRoe, I did, and she did, she is very successful in one of those companies. And I, Look at her like, what the heck? How did I not do that? Like, (laughs) so sometimes it's so hard to not compare yourself to some other people. Yeah. I fall into that too sometimes. Like I have to pull myself back from like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like one, why can't I, why can't I figure that part out? Right. If these people are figuring it out and the other one is, yeah, you don't want to compare your status to other people's status because that never, it's just. There's so many people underneath you mm-hmm. and they're doing the same thing to you. It just is, you're on a hamster wheel at that point. Um, so also don't do what you don't love. I think there's going to be a level of like, you don't love everything about what you do any, any of the time, right? Like yeah. if you are a photographer and you love photography, you're still going to have to book your own sessions and take payment and, um, that's not yeah, the sales great. part that the, what with us between us, I hate doing sales. You don't love it that much either, but you're, you, you hate it just slightly less than I do. So <laughs> I like, I like getting in the door, but I am a horrible closer. I, yeah, but sometimes <laughs> that's the problem when you work for yourself, you've got to do yeah. all of those things. So there's some bits of it that you don't love that you're going to have to do. But yeah. I mean, if you, really, really love writing and you want to be a blog writer, don't become an accountant. Like why? I know you want the money, but just you're going to hate it. So don't do what you don't love. Yeah. Make sure you're like aligned, right? Like if you hate doing one thing um, or yeah, like that example is perfect. Like you like writing, but you don't like accountancy, right? Um, Everything about the writing is aligned with writing. So if you have a whole business and you have to do bookkeeping for your writing business, well, it's still aligned with what you love to do. So it's, it's not like you hate bookkeeping, but you don't like, you don't like that one part of your writing yes. business. Yeah. When I went to college, I went to school for journalism and marketing. And it was sort of a thing that if you are a journalism or marketing major, you don't really much care for or enjoy or are good at math or science. So when you would go in, the advisor would advise you on the easiest math and sciences that you could take just to pass those 
um, required things. And I took astronomy, which really is much harder than it sounds. I could not see the things that people could see. Everybody's looking up. They're like, oh, see this, whatever, Maximus. And I'm like, I see stars. I don't see. Oh, oh my gosh. I did not even know that about you. That's awesome. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Also, keep in mind and know that you are good enough. And that's what some people, like that guy that asked me in the past in an interview, oh, what makes you worth this much money when I was trying to apply for $12 an hour, please? (laughs) Know that you're good enough. Nobody else can do and is you. I mean, you have the, I remember having the jobs in the past where the guy's like, well, I can find somebody else to do your job. Well, I've been here for five years. I know where all the secret things are. So <laughs> good luck finding that person that's going to be able to do. know that you are good enough for and for, for who you are, if that yeah. makes sense. Take this away, Disa, because I feel like I'm butchering what I'm trying to say. I think so much <laughs> of uh, using your strength is really about mindset. And it's about knowing that you deserve to have what you want and that um that you can go after the things that you want because you are good enough to get those things, right? Yes. You can strengthen your strengths and not have to do the things that you absolutely hate as long as it doesn't align with your business, right? Like, because you are good enough, like you can get up in the morning and do this work and love it and uh feel fulfilled at the end of the day and that you deserve it because you're good enough. Yes, that's exactly what I meant to say. I put that into your head and then you said it for me. I think you were there. (laughs) So with that being said, we do offer coaching sessions for people to help you look at your strengths, what services you can offer clients if you're looking to start your own business, and how you can make the most of your time. With our life coach, time and project management coach, and second time around coach, we have team members that can help you. Reach out today and see how to get started. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at thepmagency.com.